the Bible Study Podcast, episode 620. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Ezra with Ezra chapter 10. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on the story with Ezra with chapter 10, but let's do a little recapping. In chapter 9, you may remember that what we saw was that Ezra comes back from captivity, from the Babylonian captivity, from exile, and finds that the people are really up to some of the same problems that got them into exile in the first place. Specifically, they've been intermarrying with the people who are the locals and the their detestable practices, their worshiping of other gods, which was definitely something that God did not have in mind. This is the relationship, the story of God and his people here in the Old Testament, the Jewish people. They were intended to be his. He told them from the beginning he was a jealous God and brought them out of Egypt to be a nation, but they wanted to be like everyone else and started intermarrying and started acting like them. So he comes back and finds out we're doing that all over again. So the question is, as he starts last time with this prayer, how are people going to respond? Because remember, in the time of the kings, the way they responded in general was to ignore the prophets as they were sent to tell them to repent. Let's see what happens. The people's confession of sin. Well, that kind of gives things away there. Chapter 10, when Ezra was praying and confessing, weeping and throwing himself down before the house of God, a large crowd of Israelites, men and women and children, gathered around him. They too wept bitterly. Then Shechaniah, son of Jehiel, one of the descendants of Elam, said to Ezra, We have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the peoples around us, but in spite of this, there is still hope for Israel. Now let us make a covenant before our God to send away all these women and their children in accordance with the counsel of my Lord and of those who fear the commands of our God. Let it be done according to the law. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you, so take courage and do it. So Ezra rose up and put the leading priests and Levites and all Israel under oath to do what had been suggested. They took the oath. Then Ezra withdrew from before the house of God and went to the room of Jehoanan, son of Eliashib. While he was there, he ate no food and drank no water because he continued to mourn over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. A proclamation was then issued throughout Judah and Jerusalem for all the exiles to assemble in Jerusalem. Anyone who failed to appear within three days would forfeit all his property in accordance with the decision of the officials and elders, and would himself be expelled from the assembly of the exiles. Within three days, all the men of Judah and Benjamin had gathered in Jerusalem. And on the twentieth day of the ninth month, all the people were sitting in the square before the house of God, greatly distressed by the occasion and because of the rain. Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have been unfaithful. You have married foreign women, adding to Israel's guilt. Now honor the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do his will. Separate yourselves from the peoples around you and from your foreign wives. The whole assembly responded with a loud voice, You are right. We must do as you say. But there are many people here, and it is the rainy season, so we cannot stand outside. 
Besides, this matter cannot be taken care of in a day or two because we have sinned greatly in this thing. Let our officials act for the whole assembly. Then let everyone in our towns who has married a foreign woman come at a set time, along with the elders and judges of each town, until the fierce anger of our God in this matter is turned away from us. Only Jonathan, son of Ashiel, and Jaziah, son of Tikvah, supported by Meshulam and Shabbatai the Levite, opposed this. So the exiles did as was proposed. Ezra the priest selected the men who were family heads, one from each family division, and all of them designated by name. On the first day of the tenth month, they sat down to investigate the cases, and by the first day of the first month, they finished dealing with all the men who had married foreign women. And so the people respond in a fashion that is different than the way they responded beforehand. The people respond and they say, you're right, we're wrong, we did what is wrong, what is against the law, and let's settle this. Not all the people, right, that does call out by name these four people who opposed this, and that shouldn't be too surprising for us. It's interesting, the detail here. I love the fact that they were distressed because of the matter and because of the rain. Uh, just, you know, the fact that this is something that happened. This is something that happened in time on a real day, happened to be a rainy day, right? And it just brought out just a little of that color here, and it happened to be in the rainy season. And so they say, well, this is going to take a while, but let's. here's the process that we will use to get to the bottom of this. Here's the process we will use to resolve this. But the people are faithful. The people change their ways and decide they are going to be faithful to the law of God. And then we've got one of my favorite parts of the book of Ezra. We get a list. We get a list of those guilty of intermarriage. Uh, In case you see any name on here that you sound familiar with. And it goes like this. Those guilty of intermarriage. Among the descendants of the priests, the following had married foreign women. From the descendants of Joshua, son of Jozadak, and his brothers, Maseah, Eleazar, Jerib, and Gedaliah, they all gave their hands in pledge to put away their wives, and for their guilt each presented a ram from the flock as a guilt offering. From the descendants of Immer, Hanai, and Zabadiah. From the descendants of Harim, Masariah, Elisha, Shemaiah, Jehiel, and Uzziah. From the descendants of Pashur, Elunai, Masieh, Ishmael, Nathanel, Josabad, Elasah, among the Levites, Josabad, Shemai, Keliah, that is, Kelita, Pethiah, Judah, and Elazar, from the musicians, Eliashib, from the gatekeepers, Shalom, Talem, and Uri, and among the other Israelites, from the descendants of Parosh, Ramiah, Isaiah, Malkijah, Mijamin, Elazar, Makijah, Beniah, from the descendants of Elam, Mataniah, Zechariah, Jehiel, Abdi, Jermoth, and Elijah, from the descendants of Zatu, Iloniah, Eliashib, Mataniah, Jeremoth, Zabad, Azanah, Aziza, from the descendants of Bibai, Jehonah, Hananiah, Zabai, and Athlai, from the descendants of Bani, Meshulam, Maluk, Adiah, Jashub, Shiel, and Jeremoth, from the descendants of Pahath Moab, Adna, Kelai, Beniah, Masiah, Matanai, Bezalel, Benui, and Manasseh, from the descendants of Harim, Elazar, 
Ishisha, Malkisha, Shemaiah, Shimeon, Benjamin, Maluk, and Shamariah, from the descendants of Hashum, Matanai, Matata, Zabad, Eliphet, Jeremiah, Manasseh, Shemai, from the descendants of Bani, Madai, Amram, Ul, Baniah, Badiah, Kaluhi, Vaniah, Meramoth, Elashib, Mataniah, Matanai, and Jasu, from the descendants of Binwi, Shimai, Shelemiah, Nathan, Adonai, Machnadabai, Shashai, Sherai, Azarel, Shelmiah, Shemariah, Shalom, Amariah, and Joseph, from the descendants of Nebo, Jil, Matathiah, Zabab, Zebaniah, Jedi, Joel, and Beniah. All these had married foreign women, and some of them had children by these wives. So it's not a few, but it's not so many that they can't be named. Uh, probably easier for them to name it because they could pronounce the names better than I can. But there are a number of names there, but not so many that can't be counted yet. And so they stop this practice and they stop it relatively soon after they get back. Now, one of the other things that I thought was interesting with that list of names, besides it being just really hard to say, is I went looking for those four people who had opposed what they were going to do. And there were certainly one of them that was mentioned by name. Now, it could have been two people with the same name, so it's a little hard to tell. Uh, But of the four of them, only one of them shows up in that list of people who had taken other wives. So it wasn't like they were just saying, hey, I've done this and I want to stay married. It were people who had other objections to this. And you could see why there might be other objections. What is going to happen to the women? What is going to happen to the children? These are my children. That's my wife. But it's in opposition to the law of God that they were living under at that time and right after this time of coming back from exile. So it was really important because of what they're doing, but also because of the time period, right? We're just getting back now. We're just deciding again who we are now. The people of Israel had a chance to decide who they were as they wandered through the wilderness, failing that test the first time, as they came into the promised land, and then now again as they come back to the promised land. Who are they? Whose are they? And who will they be in the future? With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.